He wasn't tall. Natalie East was eye to collar with the smooth expanse of Evan Lee's dove gray fresco suit as they waited with all the other caffeine deprived business types to order their mid morning drinks. He was dark and handsome, as she knew before walking through Black Gold Coffee's door. His mother's comprehensive family photos prepared her for the open and expectant face he turned every time the door swung wide. His smile was charming. If he were taller, the way his gaze moved straight past her might seem like an oversight instead of something worse. But it was impossible for him to turn without regarding her, which was evidence Evan was not the prince his parents claimed. He scanned the people who entered with the swirl of muggy early summer air. When none of them met whatever low standard of beauty he seemed to expect from the pictures his mother provided, his expression blanked, and he turned back to the extensive menu board. His hand tightened on his cell phone. Again. Natalie sighed. Again. She could leave without her macchiato fredo. She should leave. Her debate about leaving started the first time he looked through her, as she was about to offer her hand. The way he dismissed her and looked to the trio who came in behind her left her skimming her fingers across the top of her head, checking her chignon was secure. The lure of her favorite downtown coffee shop was less tantalizing every time he glanced her way without a hint of recognition. Introducing herself now would be awkward. The smart choice was for her to leave. In May, Natalie and her mom Elaine traveled with a group to Turkey. Evan's parents were on the same tour. Natalie's luggage was not. It got stuck in a Parisian baggage handler's strike, and they were yachting along the turquoise coast before she was back in her own clothes. For a week, she alternated touristy t-shirts, her mother's too tight leggings, and a pair of traditional harem-style pants, which failed to flatter her waistline. And no pharmacy or bazaar in either European or Asian Turkey carried the product required to stop her giant, frizzy mess of hair from becoming her only noticeable feature. Corey and Marisa Lee saw past the hair, possibly because the trip to Turkey, ostensibly a birthday treat, morphed into two weeks of matchmaking the moment Elaine heard Marisa and Corey's youngest was moving to Houston at the end of the month. Every communal breakfast and bus tour was punctuated by Marisa and Elaine discussing the merits of their offspring. Corey was quieter, but he contributed the occasional random fact about Evan, his baseball trophies, his eight college acceptances, his reputation among his nieces and nephews for picking the perfect birthday presents. A key part of Nat's job involved describing properties in their best light. Overgrown yards became natural landscaping, Holes in the walls were prime remodeling opportunities. Tight hallways leading to weirdly shaped rooms made up the unique aspects of a quaint family home. So, the Lees' advocacy of their son sounded to her like the worst stereotype of the baby of the family. Indulged, narcissistic, irresponsible. Marisa introduced Natalie and Evan via email. Natalie wrote a generic welcome-to-town message. He didn't reply. She was relieved and put him as much out of her mind as her mother's questions allowed until a couple of weeks later when her cell rang with an unfamiliar number. Natalie East speaking. Her pals harassed her about her full name greeting regardless of who was calling, but it was ingrained. Natalie, hi, it's Evan. Evan Lee, Marisa and Corey's son. Well, who knew his voice would be full of smoke and chimes? Evan, nice to hear from you. 
which may as well be true. It wasn't not nice, but she'd marked his not contacting her as a good thing, despite Elaine asking every other day if they'd gotten together. Yeah, you too, I mean, to put a voice to the name and all. And photos, she said. Photos, right. I guess I've got you at a disadvantage since now I've seen you and talked to you. I don't know how to break this to you, but your mom has your whole life on her phone.